high short kick that is going to come up and bounce at the 20. Rutgers has a chance to recover it, and they do! What a play by the Scarlet Knights! Get it to Harper with three, with two, with one. Harper for the win! Got it! Down and 10 at the 21. Wimsett hands it off. It's Benunga getting to the corner left. 20, 15, cuts inside 10. Benunga down near the goal line. He is in! Touchdown, Rutgers! Now with six. Baker making his move with five. Step back three for the lead. All right, welcome back to the Scarlet Faithful Podcast. This is Aaron Brightman with my rapid reaction to Rutgers avoiding disaster and defeating Stonehill on Saturday, December 30th, 59-58. That was uh, a brutal performance. Uh, Fortunately, Derek Simpson saved the day with a clutch three-pointer with 12 seconds to play to... Catapult the uh, the Scarlet Knights, uh, avoid what would have been the worst lost. Uh, just from if you look at it from a Ken Palm perspective, uh, in the Steve Peichel era, and I've been going back, I mean, almost 20 years, they haven't had as bad of a loss uh, in terms of Stonehill was uh, ranked 358th coming into this game. Lafayette was like 321 uh, two years ago, that Rutgers lost. So this would have been an uh, awful loss. They've only been Division One a couple of years uh stonehill you know to their credit battled uh the 2-3 zone i mean they uh really threw rutgers off i I think they did benefit from having played at miami in their last game they played at kentucky they played at yukon so they were not intimidated at all it was a good crowd uh at the rack on saturday Seven thousand, about uh is what i I saw carino tweet out uh student section everybody was you know rutgers fans have been fantastic for this team and this program for a long time uh, in terms of being at the rack and uh, showing support. And it was um, brutal. I mean, <laughs> talk about uh, nausea. Uh, I also had the fun fact of uh, dealing with my three-year-old son, who did not want to watch anymore in the final minute and uh, took the remote, changed the source to uh, HDMI. Uh, right when uh, Derek Simpson hit the three, I missed it. I went back. I saw they were winning. I saw the replay. And then right as Stonehill was taking that final shot, he changed it again, <laughs> and I missed the final shot. And then I went back and saw it. So double anxiety for me. Um, listen, this was a uh, uninspired, disinterested uh, performance by Rutgers. It's alarming. It's concerning. Uh, I know a lot of fans just want to jump on the bandwagon and say the season's over. I shouldn't say a lot of fans. There's a portion of fans that want to say that. They've been saying that for a little while, and I'm already getting that, you know, uh, thrown at me on Twitter and other social media and all that messages and, you know, saying this team's going to win four teams in the big 10 and all that. So let's just break down what happened. Rutgers shot miserably. They were 25. Was it 25% from the floor? Uh, they could not make a basket. They shot 25.8% from the floor, 16 of 62. They had missed 20 of their last 22 threes before that make by Simpson. They were just five of 28 for 26.7%. They're brutal 415 on layups. Uh, and they were just 62.9% from the free throw line, 22 of 35. Uh, just a uh, very, very frustrating performance. Cliff was uh, 11 of 18 from the line, which is actually, you know, about average for him. Uh, he did have 17 of 15. Andre Hyatt, you know, had a uh, relatively good game. Uh, he finished, uh, well, he was just 5 of 13 from the floor. 
but he did have 15 points. You know, he took some big shots. He missed that corner three that could have given him the lead before that. Um, but, you know, this team just did not – they're not playing with passion. They're not playing connected. They took some really bad uh, – in terms of shot selection, it was very poor. Uh, if you can't attack the Stonehill 2-3 zone, what are Big Ten teams going to do to you with that 2-3 zone? Obviously, Jermichael Davis being out was a factor in this game. Credit to Derek Simpson for stepping up in his absence. He's been struggling. He was 5 of 5 from the floor, uh, free throw line. Uh, he was just 3 of 13 from the floor, but that huge bucket, he did have five boards. He had four assists, two steals, and just one turnover. Uh, so he he really, uh, I think the hope is that this can be a galvanizing moment for Simpson, and that this can be a galvanizing moment for this team. If there's ever a wake-up call, a disappointing second half against Mississippi State in which you played extremely poorly after being right there in the first half, and your, you know, your biggest competition, and you, you just, you, you did not match the intensity or the physicality of your opponent. And then in this game, you know, they were up ten with about, I think it was about eleven minutes to go, and then Rutgers just went completely cold, took some really bad shots. Stonehill, to their credit, hit some threes. They went on a 14-0 run. Rutgers, it was, it was something like I have to go back and look, but it was definitely a seven-minute drought. At one point, I think they made like one field goal in like a ten-minute period. It was, it was awful. It was awful. There was a lot of, you know, getting into Cliff, him getting fouled. Um, but there was no penetration. There was no ball reversals. Uh, you know, Simpson figured it out a little bit. Uh, but it was just really poor. Um, just in terms of the mentality, uh, Rutgers got really passive. And there's a, just a lack of confidence out there. You know, Gavin Griffiths and Noah Fernandes did not hit a shot. Uh, Noah was 0 of 4, Gavin was 0 of 5. Uh, Fernandes did have four assists and just one turnover. He also had three seals, um, but did not score. Uh, missed both his uh three pointers. Griffiths was 0 of 5, 0 of 3 from three. He did have four rebounds. Um, but both of those guys, in my opinion, are the two best natural scorers, and they had zero points, lacking confidence there. Um, just a very, very disappointing performance to see this team. Listen, it's 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 not completely surprising in the sense of this time of year is always screwy. It's the holidays. They're out of school now, semester break. You're home for the holidays. They were home, you know, for three-day break uh, over Christmas. They started practice again on Wednesday. Uh, you would hope that that would have reset them mentally and given them a little bit of an edge going into this game. Not the case at all. They went the opposite way. Uh, you're missing Jermichael Davis in this game. Uh, Mag was questionable, but started. Did not look great, to be honest. Uh, he just had three boards, uh, five points. Um, not his best day. One of seven from the floor. Uh, you also had Austin Williams return. He did give him six points early on, but not much in the second half. He gave him three boards as well. But he's a guy that was good to have back. But, um, you know, Antoine Wolfolk did not give them much. He looked like he had a well, he had some kind of a back pad on in the huddle in the second half. Did not see much of him. So this seems, you know, one issue coming into the year was worrying about injuries. And there was a lot of guys coming off the season-ending injuries. There was guys that, you know, um, needed to bounce back. And uh, Mag, obviously, in his fourth game back, still getting the rust off. You know, Noah is still trying to figure it out. I, I'm surprised after this Heaton Hall game how well he played and um, how confidently he played that he really hasn't 
uh, looked good at all the last two games. Um, you know, he's recovering and fractures in his foot from last season. Uh, you have Austin Williams, who's been banged up throughout. Davis is now, you know, Mag has been listed as questionable. Still waiting on a bull uh, who was listed as questionable for the first time. So that's a positive sign. He's getting closer to returning. The Jeremiah Williams issue is still unresolved, waiting on him. So, you know, this team has a lot of uh, questions just in terms of availability. Um, and they're completely out of sync, completely out of sync. And um, it's uh, definitely majorly concerning. Um, the biggest takeaway, though, is that they avoided disaster. A lot of teams, including many Big Ten teams, we saw it last night with Michigan losing to McNeese State, who, by the way, is you know coached by Will Wade. So not a uh, complete uh, shocker there in terms of uh, the guy can just coach whether you like him or not. Uh, I'm just looking up real quick what McNeese State was. Uh, they were ranked. Yeah, McNeese State was top 100. So not a terrible. Uh, but they, Michigan also lost to Long Beach State, uh, who was in the 100s. Maryland has lost to UAB uh, and Davidson. Uh, none of these are, were nearly as, as poor losses as those. Um, we've seen, you know, uh, well, actually Mississippi State lost to Southern. Uh, Northwestern had a mind-blowing loss to Chicago State. That was about about what on par this would have been. They're a sub-300 team. Um, and, uh, you know, Northwestern's had some good wins. So the point is, Rutgers got through non-conference play without a bad loss. And that is something. You know, whether you're pissed off or, you know, have no hope for this team after this game, the bottom line is they escaped and they did not have a bad loss. They lost to um, Mississippi State. They lost to Princeton and they lost to Wake Forest, all of which are in the top 55 in Ken Palm. And they've lost to Illinois, who's number seven. So your four best opponents, you've all lost. So that's disconcerting, right? That's not positive, but they're all in the top 55. Uh, you beat Seton Hall, who's number 80. That's what I go back to is that if you just look at they – gave a dominant performance against Seton Hall. They only won by seven, but it was it was wire to wire, and they were in control of that game, and they were authoritative. They uh, played with confidence. They were connected. Uh, they were uh, the more intense team. They looked like they wanted it more. And then Seton Hall went out a week and a half later and dominated UConn at home, the defending national champs and top five team. So Rutgers obviously has the potential there to play and beat good teams. But they showed a real lack of interest in this game. And that is a big, big red flag. Um, credit to them. Credit to Derek Simpson for stepping up. Can this be a wake-up call? Uh, they finished 8-3 non-conference. Not great. Not terrible. A lot of people predicted they go 8-3 in non-conference. You, know, you only get one quality win in non-conference. But again, no bad losses. No Q4 losses. Uh, and now you have a new season in the Big Ten. You have two road games next week. You're at Ohio State on Wednesday. Then you're at Iowa. Um, what is this team going to do? Which team's going to show up? Uh, they have a choice. The season is very much still in their grasps if they can figure it out. And I know a lot of people listening and watching this are going to say they're not going to figure it out. They're terrible. Blah, 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 blah. Historical example. Rutgers lost three games in a row to UMass, to Paul, and to Lafayette, who was 321 in Ken Palm, and they still made the NCAA tournament. So you can't rule this team out. 
Have they shown, have they given a lot of confidence that they can figure it out? Not a lot of confidence there. Uh, this team certainly from an identity standpoint, rebounding has been an issue. They were even today against Stonehill. Stonehill's not a good offensive rebounding team efficiency wise. And um, they had a good amount of offensive rebounds today, uh, which is certainly uh, concerning. Uh, I just want to look that up real quick. They had, uh, geez. Um, yeah. Uh, well, Rutgers had uh, 20 offensive rebounds. Stonehill had 14, uh, but second chance points. Stonehill had a 12, six edge. So that's just something right there where Rutgers could not capitalize on the offensive rebounds. Uh, you know, transition wise, they did not do enough of it. Uh, they uh, points in the paint. I mean, it was even, uh, this is a Stonehill team. I mean, you should have dominated inside. They just couldn't. And they just shot horrendously. I mean, 25% from the floor to win is a miracle um, and would not have beaten any other team. Probably they would have played today on their schedule had they. So fortunate for sure. Um, but I just think the mentality of that's not how college basketball works, right? You know, you can have a catastrophic loss and still recover. And while it's easy to, to dismiss this team and, you know, it was ironic that you have, Dylan Harper, Ace Bailey, and Lathan Somerville in the building for this game. Uh, everyone's excited about the future, as am I. And I think you can be super amped about the future while also not just dismissing this team. I know there's a mentality out there that you want to just dismiss this team and move on to next year, but it doesn't work that way. And honestly, you know, for fans that have sat through games like this before, that have been on the wrong end of this game for many, many years, who lived through the Little Page era, you know, the scandals of Kevin Bannon, of, of Fred Hill, of Mike Rice. I'm probably forgetting something. Uh, you know, Eddie Jordan era. We've been through a lot. And if you're going to let today write this team off, I mean, come on. Like, act like you've been here before. We, we, we are a lot more hardened and have been through a lot more shit than this. And I know that, People are upset and disappointed, but nobody picked this team to be a top half of Big Ten team. I, I still think the Big Ten is wide open. I mean, you just don't know how things are going to flow in a college basketball season, right? And we saw Rutgers sky high last year, eight and four in the Big Ten. Matt goes down, everything changes, right? If Rutgers can, obviously we hope Davis is okay. I, I, I haven't seen the press conference with Peichel. But, um, you know, I haven't heard that it's anything too serious. You know, if they get Jeremiah Williams in early January off this gambling, uh, you know, issue with the NCAA, if a bowl comes back and provides some depth, uh, if, you know, Gavin Griffiths can get some confidence back, if Noah gets some, I mean, there's, yes, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of things that have to happen. But basketball is a, is a game of runs and it's a season of runs. And you can't write this team off. You just can't. The way the Big Ten is this year and, the, and the, the way that, you know, this team is constructed, they've shot so poorly so far. I, I, I'm not saying this is a, a going to be end up being a good shooting team, but they're not. They, they just can't keep shooting this poorly. They just can't. I can't believe that they will. And when you're in close Big Ten games, you have assets to get to the free throw line in Fernandes and Simpson and Hyatt. These are guys that can hit free throws down the stretch. And Hyatt hit two big ones down the stretch in this game. I, I, I just believe that 
there is a way for this. There is a path for this team to figure it out. I get that not many people believe that they can right now. And I'm not saying it's likely, right? Most likely you're looking at about, I, I mean, I don't believe in the four, you know, four and 16 in the big 10 and 12 and 19 overall. Uh, I, I don't, I don't buy that. You know, could this be a 16 and 15 team uh, that goes, you know, eight and 12 in the big 10? Yeah, that's possible for sure. Absolutely. But this team, it's now or never, right? You're going into Big Ten play. In a way, you're now getting some, you know, school is out. You're going on the road for a week. And if this team can figure it out, a week from now it could be a completely different outlook. So I just think that let's hope this was a wake-up call. It was very concerning, major red flags. I know everybody has a right to be frustrated, disappointed, everything. But this is college basketball. Rutgers got through non-conference play without a devastating loss. Big Ten is wide open this year. They have 19 games to go. You have opportunities galore for Q1 road wins. Q2, protect your home court. Crowd was great today. Credit to Rutgers fans. But let's just let's just stop with it. I mean, I don't get the whole just let's quit. Let's just let's just fold up and go. Like, are we that soft as a fan base? I don't think so. I know there's a lot of fans that don't feel that way, but the vocal few on social media that want to just give up and you know, it it, it stinks. It stinks. You know, at the end of the day, don't give up on this team. It's okay to not be overly optimistic of this team either, but at the same point. Credit. It's all about resiliency and, and and adversity. And Derek Simpson, to his credit, you know, a symbol today of stepping up and coming through. So happy for that. Uh, a lot of things this team needs to get better on. Rebounding is a major issue. Defensive intensity, um, in terms of sharing the basketball, they really need your Michael Davis back. But Derek Simpson, you know, he he figured something out today. I think, and we got to get Noah Fernandez to get some confidence. Gavin Griffiths has it. Gotta get him going. Um, you know, Hyatt's Hyatt. He's been steady as always. Uh, Austin Williams, hopefully he can get some more consistent minutes now if he can stay healthy. Um, I don't know what's going on with Wolf, but they haven't got much from him. Mag, can he get the rust off and be a little bit more consistent? Uh, there's a lot of question marks for this team, but they're question marks. They're not periods. So keep it together. Hope everybody has a happy new year. I'll probably put something out before the new year. I plan to. Thanks for listening and watching this rapid reaction. Once again, uh, of <laughs> I forgot my name, Scarlet Faithful, Aaron Brightman. Uh, again, three-year-old running around with a remote, turning the game off. It was a disaster. Thank goodness I didn't turn it on and they lost. And uh, this is college basketball. Rutgers survives. <laughs>